0: The Fantasy Football Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your action in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000 too. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Everyone and welcome to the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host Emerson Berry. Happy to be joined by my co-host Justin Bruni. How you doing, my friend?
1: Doing well, doing well. Finished off a great week four. Excited for week five. You know, I'm in a lot of leagues, a lot of redraft, a lot of dynasty leagues, and I lost very few this week. So feeling very good. It was a, it was an awesome week.
0: You know it's it's been a little bit of a wild year. You know, I just had so I had this few teams that just were so stacked on 2022 wide receivers the drake londons garrett wilson's i just had so many of those guys stacked on one team kyle pitts i did you know i those were guys i had a lot of a nice season. they all ended up on the same team so i have like three or three i have two oh and four teams that have garrett wilson all these great players that i thought before the season not happening so far so i think a lot of people are experiencing that jamie checking in the chat sgpn for life hello my friend jamie we saw you check in right as we were getting ready to start. I was a minute late today. My apologies. Great to have you. In. A minute, <laughs> twenty minutes late to be specific. <laughs> I was watching my Chiefs end, and I had to run back home. Jamie, I do. Apologize. was a good game.
1: It was it was a surprisingly good game.
0: I was hoping to leave early. I was hoping to leave at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You know, yeah. be winning by thirty points. Ah, it, you know, the backup quarterback's coming in. I'm gonna head out. We'll get on this podcast, but that was not the case. So thanks for bearing with me, everybody. This is the. Waiver Wire show, though, on SGPN, we're going to be talking about the best Waiver Wire pickups heading into week five. We do a little Q&A here. And to begin, we're going to be starting off with Patrick Coleman from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord. And he asks, been struggling at the running back position this season, but I am still two and two. I've lost Mm -hmm. Chubb and now Javante Williams. Mm -hmm. Jaleel McLaughlin, McLaughlin, is that it? Uh, First time I've ever said this on the podcast before. McLaughlin? McLaughlin okay and Samaj P-, P Ryan are available on waivers which player should I prefer with my fab I have 86 dollars left I'll kick that over to you first my friend
1: I mean I think that Samaj P Ryan is probably the more reliable option I think that you might have some boomer bust opportunity with McLaughlin I mean he looked great today but again he's playing the Bears defense so you have to keep things in perspective uh, same thing goes for Khalil Herbert Might be a good time to sell him rather than start to lean on him in your uh, fantasy lineups because in that game, you know, you saw a lot of fantasy points and a lot of production because both team defenses are just bad. They've allowed the most points in the league, uh, bottom two teams in the league for total points against. So I don't want to overreact to this week. I would, if both are available, I still probably prioritize Samaj P. Ryan. I don't want to overspend on Jalil McLaughlin. Uh, But if you're really hurting at running back, like in a situation like this, and you just need a win and you need a week and a start, uh, this is going to be the week. I don't really know the extent of Javante Williams' injury just yet, but I'm going to guess based off of his injury history, he'll probably miss a little bit of time, even if his injury is, you know, only slight. So I I would say to target, P. Ryan, do you have any disagreement based off of uh, what we saw from McLaughlin? Uh,
0: You know, I think the – you know, maybe – P. Ryan has a little bit of a safer floor. McLaughlin, I think has earned with just the play of Javante Williams this year and P. Ryan so far, I think he's probably going to be in this rotation. Now Javante Williams, I believe sucked a hip pointer hip flexor and is not projected, you know, he's projected to miss little, if any time at all. So, you know, he might be a little bit limited next week. I think we're headed toward, I think this is, you know, I think this make it even more of a committee, unfortunately. You know, with him playing well, I think all these backs are going to mix in a little bit, kind of like they have so far. Javante Williams, I still like for the latter half of the season. We're still seeing him come back from that ACL injury, running back notoriously start off slow in the first eight weeks. So in the immediate future, I don't really love anybody. I... I would probably spend a similar amount on McLaughlin and P Ryan. You know, they're both probably worth, I would say, six or seven dollars, maybe on a hundred dollar fab budget, five dollars roughly. Maybe throw an extra buck or two if you really want to win it. Small mm-hmm. waiver wire claims here. I really, like I said, I just don't, don't really see anybody really taking over this Denver backfield. See, being more of a committee approach, so not somebody I'm breaking the bank on.
1: So, when you say committee, do you think Dwayne Washington's going to get involved somehow?
0: I gosh, got, got I a history- hope not.
1: I mean, he's got a history with Sean Payton
0: that he does. You know, I, 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 you know, I don't, you know, we don't know for certain how that's going to shake out, but like I said, just seeing how Mm -hmm. Sean Payton's operated before seeing how these running backs have performed so far, nobody really taking a commanding, you know, a commanding lead in this backfield so far. Like I said, I see this being Mm -hmm. a committee and, you know, McLaughlin, Washington, probably similar talents, you know, they could be successful in the right situation. So like I said, spent, you know, waiver wire targets, but not waiver wire busters this week. Moving on here to our second question, that is from Steve Williams on Facebook. He asks, I'm looking to drop A.J. Dillon for Curtis Samuel. Is that a good move? Both players have good matchups next week. Samuel gets Chicago and Gil- Dillon gets the Raiders. What are your thoughts, Justin?
1: I mean, it depends on what you need. Um, if you're filling in for a flex – I, I could see that being okay. I think Curtis Samuel's getting decent amount of volume. He does get to, be able to play the Bears this week on Thursday Night Football. That's going to be another good opportunity for offense on both sides. Probably less so for the Bears. The Commanders' defense has been pretty good at times, but you know, across four quarters, it's it's definitely had had its issues. Uh, you saw them play well at parts of the game against the Eagles. I think, you know, putting that matchup together, you probably favor, like I said, the commanders a little bit more so. So I would be good with that. Even when Aaron Jones hasn't been there, AJ Dillon hasn't been playing well. So that's why I'm okay making the move. But again, I also respect the need for just running back utility on your roster. And, you know, a couple of weeks down the road, you may see yourself in a position where you actually need AJ Dillon and not Curtis Samuel. But if you need it for this week, if you're you know, one and three, or, you know, you're sitting behind a winning record or two and two, something like that, by all means, you know, make the move. What do you think?
0: Yeah, you touched on it. I think, you know, it's it's funny. The sexy move is to chase the points this week. However, it's just, what you know, Curtis Samuel, he's going to play sporadic. You know, there's going to have some mm. big weeks. You're never going to know when it's going to come, though. Unless he's in the lineup every single week, you're just going to be playing, I'll guess, a game. When is it going to come? When is Sam Howell going to be somewhat relevant here? When's he going to have a successful week? Uh, you know, and like I said, it might come against Philadelphia, someone we don't uh, expect really. So, I just think you know, if, if you if you have Curtis Samuel, you're just going to be frustrated with him because yeah, you're going to play you're going to play him the next week after a big game, he's going to uh, dud. You're going to put him back on the bench, then he's going to have a big game again. So that's always a little bit frustrating for me. So despite the fact that he's coming off a big week, I am still holding on AJ Dillon. I like to hold any number two running backs in the NFL. That's just what I, you know, I like to hold on to him, you know, unless, especially, mm-hmm. in, you know, in some decent offensive situations, AJ Dillon's absolutely been terrible this year. I really don't have, I don't have any metrics to suggest that he's going to turn this around either, but any starting running back is really, you know, if you have multiple flex positions, almost any starting running back uh, every single week is usually worth putting in the lineup. So, I'm holding on to AJ Dillon there, but you know if you're desperate, you need a wide receiver. You're you're a must-have wide receiver. Thin waiver wires. You don't have anybody else. I don't. I don't hate dropping AJ Dillon. I don't think you're going to be losing out, but I just hold on to the running backs just in case. Before though, we dive into our third question. Oh, Jamie checking in the chat here. I have my notifications on for this one. We appreciate. Yeah, Jamie missed our last couple live ones. I was just. But where's Jamie at? We put out APBs. We, were, we I had I had the police on the phone looking, you know, having a welfare check potentially. So we're glad to have you here, Jamie. We were worried. Don't chase AJ Dylan, Dylan over Curtis. We agree, Jamie. But before we dive into our third question, I'm going to give one more shout out to our friends over at Game Time. It is always stressful buying tickets i enjoy going to concerts and sporting events myself and it you know you get on the big tickets websites there's hidden fees always it's always a hassle you never know what seat you're you know you never know the quality of the seat you're getting you're always chasing you know the markups are insane so i love purchasing my tickets on game time for that reason buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theaters near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Going through here, I always talk about buying my Kansas City Chief tickets on here, and I am headed, I, you know, I always bring up a different rock show. I'm headed to Tool in Loveland this Tuesday night on game time. That is, Tool's my favorite band ever, nice. so I'm going to have a very good nice. time. We're going to be rocking it out. Game time, you know, this, these are some of the, Features that you'll also see on GameTime, flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area and images of the seat views. GameTime is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And the GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and for less, GameTime will credit you 100% of the difference. Buy t- tickets in a matter of seconds, two s- taps, and you're set tickets are set directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email either snag tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guarantee yes very excited for the tool show coming up uh it's it's a very pricey ticket luckily uh yeah my uh my uncle uh Was able to uh, buy us all tickets, but you know, I did purchase them on game time for him because I love helping out our brothers at SGPN and game time's a great app. So definitely check it out. We'll be diving into the rest of this waiver wire show though, here, moving on to our third question. Nate Conley from the SGPN fantasy football discord asks: Nick Westbrook is interesting. My waiver wire is pretty thin in what I consider one of my more competitive leagues looking to drop claypool for nwi i hear that claypool is on the move and that interests me to hold on to him what do you think of the move and what should i spend on nwi i'll tell you the coolest thing about him is that abbreviation that you just came up with nwi because that tennessee titans passing attack is is non-existent it's horrible you know i get it like he had one good week but my god are you going to chase those points every single week you know you're not going to start him I mean Chase Claypool, I mean you're it sounds like you're in a deep league already. Chase Claypool is on the waiver on your team still. So uh I mean a dollar free, I wouldn't spend any money on picking him up. Maybe a buck if you really needed it. If the waiver wires are actually mm-hmm. super thin, there's just nobody ever available. Maybe throw a buck or two on him, but no, he's not a priority for me. How about for you, Justin?
1: He does have touchdowns and back-to-back starts. I'll I'll give him that, but I think because of that, you know, we missed the train, you know. Like he I again it. like you yeah, he he, missed it. I think you hit it on the head. Like, uh, you're just not going to be able to expect this week in and week out. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to have to score a touchdown eventually. Chig will score a touchdown eventually. Traylon Burks will get back into the mix. You know, obviously, Derrick Henry ha- has a huge share of the offense. I think, yeah, this is really just chasing the previous week's, week's points. I do like the idea of stashing him. I mean, he does have a rapport with Tannehill and outside of Hopkins and Burks, you know. Obviously, it's really thin, but like you had said, the passing volume isn't there. So, yeah, I mean, be cheap about it. I think Chase Claypool being on the move is something interesting. You know, I I could see him. I don't see him going to necessarily a contender, but, you know, I think if he goes to, say, like the Cardinals, I don't know, you know, maybe that would be better for him, at least uh, getting playing time. I'm not sure.
0: Oh. I, You know, Claypool is one of those guys who's, who's worn his welcome everywhere. You know, I can't think of a format that he, you know, deep dynasty rosters is where it's Claypool deserves to be rostered. Redraft leagues. You can put that man on the waiver wire because he's toast. Uh, yeah. You know, he just off the, you know, just field off on the field. So, you know, if he, he had that play with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's, he's doing, he's showboating when they need, when they're trying to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage, rattled the coaching staff there. Making you know noise in Chicago as well, getting in the news for the wrong reasons. That's usually Chase Claypool. So, I would certainly be you know, and I would certainly drop Claypool for Nwy, but just not expecting a lot from him either. Jamie, y'all are amazing. I can't keep up with Justin shaving his head on your analysis. Oh man. Oh,
1: not good for Emerson.
0: That was the he didn't play. I I had to go back and look. I think I think we put. I think we put a fourteen game cap on this. It I was think, I it think was
1: thirteen. It... it was thirteen. Each player has to appear at at least thirteen games; otherwise, it's off.
0: Yeah, that put me behind the eight ball. I think I was ahead of you even going into this week, but
1: uh, no, I think I was a hair uh, ahead by a slight hair.
0: Slight hair. Oh man, yeah. David Like like literally, like literally,
1: discussion. I I looked at it on. I think I looked at it on Underdog, and it was. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, Jamie's in the chat saying points per game. I mean, total points is still the same thing. No, I mean, um, um, until we get to the end of the season, it really doesn't matter right now. I have to go game. look
0: back at the tape, Jamie. I think we agreed on points. I'm though, pretty sure plus.
1: it's. I'm, I'm. I think he's right. I think it's points per game. But right now, I think it, it really is. just matters about who's in the lead.
0: All right, because we're, we we're not going to know the we're not going to
1: know the average until the end of the season, anyways. So it's like,
0: you know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. All right, well, I'll have to go, like I said. So points per game makes me feel a little bit better than I didn't just take an L this week. So very nice. But he still uh, yeah, has to play is...
1: in 13 games.
0: I'm going to look really silly. I'm going to look really, really silly if I have to get my head shaved. And you better hope he does, because you know, if, if he doesn't play 13 games, the the, the bet's null and void.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not fun, but I also, you know, I don't, I don't want to torture you. It's just, you know, it's a, a small benefit.
0: Oh god. I, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to donate these to locks of love or something. Not that I even have a ton of hair, but man, I've never even been I close have a good to amount Emerson. right now. Oh man, this is gonna this will be really fun. We'll have to do this on the live show somehow or something. Like oh that. no, no, it
1: will absolutely be done on camera, Emerson. Don't don't think we ain't doing it for clicks. Oh, we doing it for clicks.
0: Oh boy, yeah. That'll be that Jamie's be gonna fun, be in
1: here cheering us on.
0: Yeah, that'll be a fun show. She type up. Oh moving on. We're going to be checking in with Matthew Brady Thomas from Reddit. Michael Wilson had a day. Big cards fans so love to see the kid produce, but is he worthy of my waiver wire priority this week? Will this production continue? He has a nice schedule ahead of him, 12-team PPR.
1: I mean, I think I like him more than NWI, Nick Westbrook a kind. I, I think I like him more just because I know he's going to play more even though that offense isn't going to try to throw the ball a lot, they're always playing from behind. So there's always a positive game narrative for him. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, I mean, does it mention what he has to drop?
0: No, I don't think it does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm okay with it. And again, it just depends on the size of your league, how competitive things are, you know, what you'll have to spend on him, but You know, I don't think there's an obvious situation where anyone really needs to be overspent on this week. I mean, is there any one player outside of maybe McLaughlin or Samaje P. Ryan this week that should just be like, oh, we got to break the bank for that guy? Like, is it Melvin Gordon maybe? I don't know.
0: You know, it's tough. It just depends on who you do have available because, like, for example, Joshua Kelly, like looking at him, even though he's coming off a few very poor performances. He's got to be gone. Um, It could be down to your last few Joshua Kelly weeks, but he's somebody, you know, I'm just looking at the top ads on uh, Sleeper here. If he's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's still somebody I would spend even 10 bucks, you know, 10% of your fab on maybe, just maybe a little less, maybe like seven or 8%, uh, just because Mm -hmm. he's, I know he's disappointed these last few weeks, but still a running back and a very good offense. Austin Eckler. You Know has yeah. a large workload, so capable of missing any week. Uh, CJ Stroud, fifty-four percent owed, according to sleeper. If you're those other forty-six percent, you gotta you gotta run to your waiver wire and pick this man up. You know, if you're if you're a Joe Burrow owner, you need to be starting CJ Stroud next week. You know, in the Houston Texas oh, office, a thousand, yeah, would, a
1: thousand percent Who would have thought? A thousand.
0: Who had CJ Stroud ahead of Joe Burrow in their fantasy football rankings? I want to know.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, not not me. I thought you were talking about just Stroud in general. I was gonna say I was I mean, I was team Stroud over Bryce Young.
0: Me too. I was uh, team Stroud. I still thought, I still thought we'd be looking at a player with maybe a limited fantasy ceiling. I did not expect him to just tear up it up out of the gate. So nine hundred passing procedures. yards. Yeah. So he's a must. You know, if he Ridiculous. he's somebody I would spend t- maybe even 20 30 percent of your fab on. Oh, if he's oh, still, if he's still
1: available, football. yeah. In a single QB league, like yeah, I mean, I would hope you wouldn't have to spend on him. I started him last week, and I didn't have to spend on him. I just picked him up for free after waivers cleared. I, I, I didn't have to spend any of my FOB, and I started him, and it was great. This week, I sat him though. I started him over, uh, or I benched him in favor of Geno Smith, and now I need Geno Smith to put up uh, exactly the same score that Stroud had to win me my my matchup this week. Ouch. Yeah.
0: That, that is out. That's fantasy ouch. football in a nutshell for you. I mean, always, to be fa- to be fair,
1: sure. that's that's a much better matchup the Giants versus the the Steelers who just put on a show in week 3. So, I mean, I I'm not feeling bad about it yet, but Maybe you know, you ask me again Yeah, ask me again Monday uh Monday evening.
0: <laughs> uh, Jamie checking in the chat. Chad did Jerome Ford in two leagues for an early 2024 pick. Nice. Still own Ford in ten leagues, so getting that early second yeah. is a win.
1: Yep. Correct.
0: I'd say so. I'd say so. Correct. You know, I
1: especially when you have can, that much that much uh, exposure.
0: Yeah, and you know, like I, it's it just depends. You know, I, I, on competitive leagues, I have a hard time letting grow Jordan Ford because mo- you probably need the running back start. So you know, you're yeah, I do. not thinking about next year yet, but yes, if you know, if you're any kind, if you don't see yourself as a lock for competing, yeah. yeah, getting an early second for Ford is absolutely a steal. We'll get back to Michael Wilson in one moment. Just gonna go through some of these like real easy ads, in my opinion, that um Jamie was talking about. Uh Jameson Williams. Uh yeah, 53% owned. The time. He's somebody I'd see somebody I would spend. We said this last 10%. week.
1: We 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 said last week there was a question last week from a listener yeah. who has said, Hey, is now too soon. So now's the time we're 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 decided.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean I would be yeah, I'd be picking him up. I would drop 10%. I would drop 10%.
1: Man, well, what are I'm we doing? It. We should have told that person last week to just buy him for zero percent. What are we doing here?
0: Did, did I say wait a week? I thought I I, did I say wait a week. I thought I, I think, think we
1: both agreed to wait a week, but it just seems like we're just like it's counterintuitive. I don't know what we were thinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I should have just bought him for free last week.
0: I if you I probably if I know me I probably we'll caveated myself with saying if you have the room add Jameson Williams, but you, you can wait a week. That that sounds like I would what I would have said, but. Jameson Williams, yeah, we like to think that if he is sitting there on your waivers, I know that's what I said. <laughs> 10% is what I'd be willing to spend. Jake Ferguson, another guy, seven, maybe oh, 8%. Yeah. Romeo dubs. I would throw like, tw- I'd be willing to throw 20 or 30%. Oh, what that, do you think? that
1: Packers receiving group just scares me though. It, I mean, Jordan love is better than advertised. I mean, I gotta, I gotta die on that Hill for sure. A uh, buried atop Jordan love mountain. Um, man, I don't want to over, I know I, I really don't want to over invest in that group. Cause I just, I still think it's going to be volatile from week to week. Dubs has been the best so far, but the healthier and healthier that Christian Watson gets when Aaron Jones is hundred percent, I just got to imagine he regresses some, like he doesn't maintain this level of production. But if there is a guy of that group that I would want to buy the most, whether it's waivers or, you know, maybe like, a like a buy low trade, you know, not have to spend a lot on them. You know, maybe I've got running back depth, and this team that owns Dubes or Dobbs, whatever, has receiver depth, and we can make a little swap. I don't, I don't mind that, but again, I don't want to, I don't want to overinvest. I don't, don't want to overspend on on anyone in that group.
0: Make it rain, rain. I see. I'm a little tired. I woke up at five this morning for my brunch shift and I was a little tired. Now it's all coming back to me full circle because I, we, we know, we know that Jamison Williams is coming back this week, but that was the difference. That's why we told you to wait a week. Last week when we did the show, we didn't think Jamison Williams was playing week five. Now we're on the verge of him playing. So that makes sense. Why we, why we said, we thought he had a few more weeks. Okay. It all makes sense to me now. So yes, with Jamison Williams, now the news, if he is still on waivers, that he is going to play this week. That's how I – so it should be. That, okay. It all makes most, more sense to me.
1: Most that. of my leagues, he's been drafted. Yeah, I don't have a pulse have the in the matter.
0: I not in many leagues. I, that's what yeah. I was – I feel like it's like the more casual, the smaller leagues. But anybody over mm-hmm. 50% I feel like is not like available in like a, a smarter leagues. But anyway. Another
1: uh, quick hitting one I want to ask you about was uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. He had eight targets last week, double-digit targets this week. What are your thoughts on that situation? Has he surpassed DJ Shark for the number two guy in this offense as far as receivers go?
0: DJ Shark just had a big week. I, you know, I I tend had to get a down week it. this week. Well, I mean, like he just had a big week the week before, is what I was saying. And yeah, you know, so it's tough. I like it. This could be just another situation. You know, it's going to be uh, a little bit sporadic. You know, I, let me see if I can pull up the snap percentages for those guys really quick because that is an interesting question. Um,
1: uh, we'll I come. Loved it football guys they didn't have them up yet but i'll try to look in pff as well
0: yeah check i'm gonna i'm gonna shout do our last you know shout out our last sponsors while you're looking that up really quick all right good do to do, do all right our last people we are shouting out here is underdog fantasy one of our best sponsors underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five from now until October 4th, underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500 as well. $100,000 Sundays continue on underdog fantasy Two. total of $2 million in prizes all season long, 100 K in prizes this week, 10 K to 10 people this week as well. New sweepstakes every week of the NFL season top. You know, my, I, I always talk about every single week, you know, it, it paid off with Patrick Mahomes this Sunday. You know, I'm always taking the under on these big name quarterbacks these big name you know all the most popular names in fantasy football people love taking the overs all their fans love taking the overs joe burrow patrick mahomes justin herbert all those guys i love taking the under and i do i do i do get pretty well you know we're still just betting on fantasy points in colorado so hoping for some regular over unders here shortly but i do have a very fun time regardless on underdog so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up use the promo code sgpn as well and underdog will deposit your first deposit up to 500 that's underdog facing promo code sgpn and of course if you would still listening if you wouldn't mind giving a like subscribe rating spotify apple podcast youtube we really really appreciate it jamie is slandering dj shark in the chat did you end up finding anything about those snap percentages
1: uh no not for week four just yet i have not been able to pull anything that doesn't up.
0: surprise yeah it's usually you know we'd, i'd have to like put it up on twitter or something but you know i terrace marshall yeah after one week you know if, if you're if you have somebody that you're just like can be off my roster already like yeah pick up terrace marshall you know if you if you just have somebody who's just easily dropped you know it doesn't have a whole, whole lot of value yeah pick them up for a dollar but it's somebody you know if you're certainly like Wrestling with somebody uh, back and forth, Terrace Marshall probably isn't somebody I'm targeting, but we're going back full circle here, running way, way, way back to the Michael que- Wilson question. Originally. Go ahead.
1: Terrace Marshall led all Panther whiteouts and snaps 69.
0: Oh, gee, wow, that's significant.
1: that's, that's significant. 69 snaps, 90% and targets uh, 15% target share.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fairly significant actually especially dj shark not playing as much adam thielen had eight targets but yeah Terrace marshall at 10 that's a little more significant so yeah i would probably i might throw a couple bucks on there i would certainly wouldn't throw more than five bucks and that's if you know you probably had mm-hmm. you know thin waiver wires but yeah Terrace marshall somebody certainly to keep eye on eye on i like that snap percentage quite a bit going way 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 back though to the original question that sparked it all michael wilson I love Michael Wilson. I was t- talking about him all off season. He was one of my favorite late round sleepers in dynasty rookie drafts. This was a guy who broke out in college as a true freshman that struggled with injuries for three years straight following that. Uh, you know, I think this guy, if he hadn't, hadn't had that case, I think, you know, this is one of the best talent, most talented wide receivers in the draft. And yeah, he's a completely open target share with Arizona Cardinals. You know, the one thing You know, the one caveat, the one thing that's looming over this is Kyler Murray returning. You never know how a new quarterback is going to transition to new targets. Like a a rookie like that, Kyler Murray has not had a chance to really develop a rapport with him. You know, Mm -hmm. the target share really could shift way back to Marquise Brown. But for somebody that you spent a third or fourth round rookie pick on or for a dollar fab bid, absolutely. Sign me up for Michael Wilson. Once again, it's not somebody... If you had very thin waiver wires, I would spend five dollars, but that's probably it. Moving. Yeah, on. I'm o- I'm okay with it. I Go think ahead.
1: he's in a good situation. Like I said, there's there's little no competition for touches and targets, so I'm all in.
0: Perfect. Yes, I uh, I my uh, like I said, I have Mike Wilson on a lot of dynasty teams, so I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, one. Well, I got I got to share.
0: Next question, Shannon Myers from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, what should I do with Jaden Reed? I'm going to have Cooper Cup back soon, and I don't want to drop Jaden Reed, but my team is deep and undefeated. I'd like to hang on to him or sell him if possible. What running backs or tight ends could I target in a swap for him, or should I just drop him when Cup comes back and not worry about it? 14-team PPR.
1: Chubba Hubbard. I mean, I mean, what like I don't, a, I don't, I don't know what running back you can get for Jaden Reed. That's, that's a really tough question. Um, Cam Akers, are those, are those good options? Deuce Spawn? I, mean,
0: I, I, just don't know how this could work out. There's just nobody, there's not a market for an unstar, you know, a, a rookie unstartable wide receiver in redraft leagues. Like, yeah. I mean, something like that. Like, I mean, it may, and maybe that gets it done. Maybe it doesn't. Does it, yeah, does it say how I deep
1: don't. the league is or like what, what the league size is? Teams. Okay. Oh, so teams let, I mean, I guess that makes it tougher, but still, does it say how many roster spots?
0: It It didn't say how many roster spots.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm going to say like, I I mean, again, I'm not interested in this group to be perfectly honest. I think Dubes is probably in the best situation here. Just being close with Jordan Love, having another year with him. Christian Watson, again, was just so much better still with with Aaron Rodgers. I know we saw him catch a touchdown, but, you know, le- far less volume. You know, not going to finish with the stats that people were predicting for him. Certainly not going to live out his, you know, wide receiver 20, 21, 22 preseason ranking or anything like that. Uh, it's just not a group that I'm just like, you know, believing is, is going to have a super high profile come the end of the year. Uh I would be okay dropping him. I don't think you're, I think you're overthinking it. That's what I think.
0: I mean, You should be super grateful.
1: Cooper cup's coming back soon. (laughs) That's what I think.
0: I like Jaden Reed. You know, he wouldn't, you know, if I'm dropping players, you know, I, you know, I'd consider, you know, if you, if you have somebody else you're thinking about, you know, definitely double check, but yeah, I'm not afraid to drop him either. You know, this is a guy who's clearly behind Romeo dubs and Christian Watson still nursing back to health. Clearly not 100%, which may not happen for the next couple of weeks. So Jaden Reed, though, probably going to have a big week. Then going to have a couple slower weeks. Big week here. Like another player we've talked about a lot on the show. Just you'll never know when to start him, and that's with a lot of these you, wide receivers. You can get Hunter
1: Renfro better. and Dwayne Washington. They're on the table.
0: I think I might prefer Jaden Reed in that scenario.
1: Braxton Berrios.
0: Oh boy, yeah. Go ahead and keep Jaden Reed for those uh, questions, but. Yeah, Jaden Reed, I really like the talent though and I I I prefer the prospect a lot more than Romeo Dubs. I know he's on a hot streak. He has the rapport with Jordan Love at the moment, but long term I I They're pretty even for me at the moment with him him emerging here, you know, and it's you know, it's easy to come up in those, but yeah, I'm still trying to hold him in my deeper redraft leagues. Jamie's asking uh before we jump in here, Jamie is asking, where's LaViska Shark? Uh, on benches, I'm a CU fan. I love Laviska as much as anybody, but uh, definitely just a gadget player. Uh, George, play01 in the chat. Who should I drop for these players? Tyler Algier, Dalvin Cook, Jalen Warren, Kareem Hunt, and JSN. I need to drop two to add to that I want.
1: Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt? I'm holding JSN until probably the end of the season. I don't even care because I just feel like if any of those guys get hurt, Lockett or Metcalf, he's going to have a significant bump in opportunity. Uh, yeah, I'm holding JSN at all costs. I just think he can't take off because, again, there's just roadblocks ahead of him. Ken Walker, Lockett, Metcalf. I, I, one injury, whether it's a running back or a receiver, he'll have a, a much bigger role.
0: Cook is should be treated just like Ezekiel Elliott at this point, so you can drop him and you can drop Kareem Hunt. Yeah, holding JSN, yeah. holding Jalen Warren. Mm-hmm. What 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 does Jamie what does Jamie say? I don't. What, why, I'm, my brain's going slow today. Like, I, where, where is he going with this? I'll give you sixty-seven camp. What is he? What is he referencing? What, what I, have no, I have no.
1: I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll
0: give you sixty seconds. Sixty-six cents for your dollar. What are you saying, Jamie? Okay, we we don't understand. We don't, my brain's no. working slow. You got to explain stuff to me today, Jamie. I need another cup of coffee, but it's 10 at 30 at night where I'm at. It's 1230 where Justin is and I'll be up the entire night. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait on some clarification, <laughs> Uh Moving on here. Rick from the university of Ohio asks trade question. Damian Pierce is eating a hole in my lineup. What receivers are worthy of a fair swap for him? I know I won't hit a home run, but at least somebody with more weekly upside. What's your thoughts?
1: Uh, Calvin Ridley? Is that, a good, is that a good answer? Do you think that's a Calvin, fair trade?
0: Uh, no, I don't think anybody is going to take Damian Pierce for Calvin Ridley. Not No way. The Calvin Ridley owner is, is too, was too bought in going into uh, the season to, to be deterred by a f- bad few weeks, I think.
1: I guess. I mean, his, his ADP was higher than Christian Kirk. So, I mean, you really – yeah, you had to take a stand. Yeah, uh, I think he did. Uh, I like, uh,
0: he got high, it he got hot. It got high. There was like he was going in the second round of underdog he, drafts. At the he wants to, re- they very want a receiver.
1: Roadster. They want a receiver.
0: Is that what he said? Uh, why, what receivers are worthy of a fair swap for him? Yes, okay.
1: Receiver. Uh, Nico Collins, same team. That's no, same way. team swap.
0: no way. Come on, I don't know. Yeah, like, give like him I'm just, something I'm just that's
1: I'm gonna sh- get done. I'm gonna. Give me a Give me something here. Throw I throw know. me I, a lifeboat. These,
0: these open these open ended questions are always really tough, and they don't give you some specific. So what always helps me is I go over to the fantasy pros like rankings really quick, and yeah, we'll just go down the list here. I'll probably pop over to like the, probably the wide receiver thirty to forty range here, and then I'm just yeah I'm just gonna go down here, and we'll see what we can find here. Do, do, do. all right. So we're looking at what I'm trying to oh, man. I'm already a wide receiver like 38. Before I think you're even getting into players that you're going to consider.
1: Throw me some like, names. Would
0: you, would you prefer Jordan Addison or Damian Pierce?
1: Damian Pierce, just out of the uh, position yeah. utility.
0: Yeah, see me. You know me. I'm a running back guy. I'd still probably take Jordan Addison there. Like, like I think like now, I. I
1: still think that Pierce is going to have a good finish to the season, and that's why I think those other guys were worthy of a, of a swap. But what what else you got? So no to Jordan Addison.
0: Oh, okay. He's Jamie's talking trades, you know, breaking down dollar, you know, trades into a dollar and everything like that. Mm. You're talking crazy, Jamie, okay? We love you, though. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> um,
1: RoboCop, anyone? No? All
0: right. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen that it's one. Been, it's been a while. What happened? Um, Did your ball drop I, off? You were waiting to use that. You know, I think that's like the cutoff for me, like wide receiver 38. And I'm looking at Jordan Addison. And then after that is when I want Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce over Cortland Sutton, Damian Pierce over Jackson Smith and Jig, but Damian Pierce Corland. over Brooks.
1: Cortland Sutton's been a touchdown machine, pal.
0: He's yeah, he's been fan. He's been good these recent weeks. Uh, Marvin Mims still leads the Denver Broncos in receiving yards, despite running like, you know, it's like 30 rounds. Well, he's out. awesome. He's, <laughs> he's awesome. I know he also,
1: didn't he also return a touchdown? Didn't he also return a kick for a touchdown? Did he?
0: He might have. Yeah, he's great.
1: Yeah, Mar- yeah. no, Marvin Mims is awesome. We <laughs> need to
0: get him the ball more. That is but clearly. Cortland
1: Sutton keeps scoring touchdowns. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: Sutton, he's a big target it makes sense to me i'm just still waiting for my jerry judy breakout like i'm just putting the clown you know starting jerry judy telling everybody start jerry judy every week with putting on the clown makeup you know what i mean just like same uh, thing, starting kyle beautiful. pitts and jerry judy every week
1: beautiful no that's yeah. that's the the starting kyle pitts still yeah uh over uh or starting Hen- hunter henry over him i think didn't you ask that this week on the uh, no, twitter I was
0: saying like like, put, you know, putting Kyle Pitts in my lineups over Hunter Henry this week. And I did, like, the clown putting yeah. face on his mask. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? That's me. because Exactly. exactly. I, I'm just at glutting for punishment. Like, I just like the pain. I just want to be, I, you know, I'm just going to go down with the ship, I guess. Like, I, I I tweeted also, you know, I had to look up the name. Gosh darn it. it does, it's not going to deliver as well. I looked up. I, have you seen Perfect Storm? I was like, mm-hmm. I'm George Clooney, and I, I found the name of the ship on Perfect Storm. And this is my something Gale, I was like, "I'm going down with Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm far too invested, so I think that I better just go down with the ship at this point." I need Arthur I was Smith
1: thinking more there. of that uh, that song, uh, "Do You Want to Hurt Me?"
0: That's that's Arthur Smith.
1: Yeah,
0: I was happy to see him get pounded this morning. It's like, oh, so all these people like, oh, he wins football games. Great, he's gonna beat the bottom, He's gonna beat the bottom ten teams in the NFL with that kind of style of football. Ooh. And it, I mean, hes it's not competitive. This is not how you win in today's NFL. You're never ever going to even be on the same stratosphere as any of the better teams in football playing this kind of scheme where you're completely phasing out Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Algier, freaking uh, John New Smith getting stained. I mean, it's silly. What, what, what it's silly. Yeah. Jamie, I want to cry too, Jamie. It's silly what Arthur Smith is doing. He's cratering the fantasy value. Oh my God, it makes me sick. Okay, but this is the waiver wire show. So we'll save that for a little bit later on in the week. Moving on, getting down to our last few questions here. Can I drop, oh, uh, cheering rivalry heights from Asked, Can I drop Roshan from McLaughlin? I, a lot of hype from everyone on row, but the numbers ain't there. Oh, Jamie, it doesn't seem risky. Am I missing something or is this an easy move? Jamie, type type, of lo- type up your report uh, retort in the chat. Justin, what are you doing there?
1: That sounds like you're filling a bench position. I mean, are you starting Roshan in many leagues? No.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're swapping a bench spot, mm-hmm. so as long as this isn't Dynasty, I'm okay with it. I mean, <laughs> Jamie says, no. Oh,
0: I mean, God, Jamie, I was afraid I, I of this don't, before the season. I don't
1: know what to expect from the Bears going forward. Again, they just lost to the team. That had 70 points scored on them last week, and we lost. We were up 28-nothing, 28-7. Are you kidding me? I mean, I don't know. Jamie, I don't.
0: Know. Jamie, you can't keep starting Roshan Johnson. I'm you starting can't. him in every you league. Do that. Jamie, stop Bold starting Roshan move. Stop it. Stop it. Bold Jamie. move. I know, I know you're Jamie. Jamie, but you have to stop. Uh I love Roshan Johnson. But what I thought before the season was coming a little bit for fruition is that every fantasy analyst loved Roshan Johnson. It caused they him still do. Be, it caused him to be a little overdrafted, especially with Khalil Herbert being the incumbent. I, Khalil Herbert had a strong week this week, too. It's just we're far from the point where Roshan Johnson is going to be the focal point in a bad offense where he's going to be able to be fantasy relevant, a fan- regular fantasy starter. I think it's tough. How it's many
1: How many games is Roshan going to have over 120 all-purpose yards this season? How many games? None. None. Zero. So, again, like, I'm not saying McLaughlin's going to. I think McLaughlin had – I think he had at least 100. But Khalil Herbert, he had 103 yards rushing, 19 yards receiving, and a receiving touchdown – it just seems like he's still the preferred guy. And like, believe me, as a Bears fan, I want Roe to be a thing. I want Roshan it, to have
0: it is coming. It's coming, but it might be 2024.
1: Lord, I pray, Sir Jamie. I, you know, I just can't, I just can't see like the downside, though. Like this guy is saying, like, I don't think it's risky, but again, a couple weeks go by, maybe Roshan's a lot better than you think he is. And this McLaughlin dude is, you know, just a flash in the pan. I don't know. These are two really kind of bottom-feeding options still right now. McLaughlin at best, is like a flex option. You know, just, you know, I have no idea who Denver is playing next week, to be fair. so
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm not firing up either. But, yeah, I'm going to keep Roshan for the time being. I do love the talent, Jamie. I think he's going to get there. But like Aaron Jones, he might have to sit for a year. You know, there's some guys, you know, they come on a little bit slower at the running back position. So love the talent, love the player, does all the things right, but stop starting Roshan Johnson in your fantasy football line. It's Jamie, for God's sake. <laughs> Moving on. Sam Fuentes from Facebook asks, who, who players did, what players did you hit and miss on so far this season? I especially want to hear the misses. Oh, boy. Go mm. ahead, Justin. You want to take this one to start off with?
1: Uh, I've missed on Deontay Johnson.
0: That, that doesn't take... count. We, will, don't, don't include, we won't include our injury ones, okay?
1: That's not fair. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then I'll say that I hit on David Montgomery, despite him missing a week. Uh, three touchdowns this week, at least a touchdown in the first two games, so I'll take that as a win. I'll take Derek Carr as a loss. He's not hurt yet. Maybe he is now, but he is, he is one of my most exposed players in best ball this year, just based on his price. Um, trying to think of another miss. Trying to think of another miss.
0: You know, I'm my. I big... mean, Deontay
1: Johnson's really hurting me. I'm just saying, like that's yeah. it's it's not a good situation. So, I mean, it's a it's a it's bad pick. <laughs> I, I drafted him a lot. So, uh, gosh. Aaron Rodgers yeah. again. That's an injury, but I drafted a lot, a lot of Aaron Rodgers, especially in best ball. So, like to me, I I do look at those as misses. Like I I drafted too much of somebody, you know that that did get hurt. And Najee Harris, he hasn't gotten he hasn't gotten hurt, and he's playing not very that's, good. He he, he that, played better today. He played better today. My,
0: that's where I was headed. That was my first one. I was actually going. I know they had a lot of. There was a lot of fantasy analysts against Najee Harris this year, and I was mm-hmm. actually pushing back on that. I thought Same. Najee Harris didn't get a fair rap the first couple of years. I still don't think he is. I think this offensive line is still bad. The offensive situation is yep. terrible. The play calling is bad. Yep. Everything's bad. So I still don't think he's necessarily getting a fair shake. And he's just not – he's not an explosive athlete. And so he's, he you know, behind a bad offensive line. It's just – it's going to be tough for him. You know, Jalen Warren mm-hmm. might be actually better for this, off- this situation because – He's a little more explosive. He can make something happen behind this bad offensive line. So I think Najee Harris in the right situation can be a good NFL running back. But Pittsburgh is certainly not the case. You know, a hit that I really loved. I was so on Kenneth Walker this year. I Mm was so on Kenneth Walker this year. I thought really good.
1: I mean, really good player, though. I mean, I just I just feel like people were fading him because of Charbonnet. I don't think it was ever about Walker.
0: Such a joke. I was just like, this? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Here we saw this lot, What happened last year? The best rusher in college football just a couple years ago. Oh, Zach Charbonnet catching screen passes at UCLA was gonna come in and take all this work from Kenneth Walker. Please, please. Um, uh, it's not even close. Kenneth, Wa- Zach Charbonnet did, uh, in week three, did finally run more routes than Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. but Kenneth Walker's still running it's still pretty even so Kenneth Walker caught three passes for over 50 yards last week I, I was told by fantasy analysts on Twitter that wasn't physically possible I uh, didn't think that was ever going to happen you railing me back in here you talk pulling me back in from my Kenneth Walker rant Justin
1: no no I was trying to tell Dr. Clutch to to bring his oh question.
0: oh gotcha gotcha yeah absolutely man bring that question on brother no, I thought you were trying to rail me, and I thought like, yeah, I can go on Kent Walker tangents for for hours. So, yes, that I was a big hit on that. Um, one other big miss that you know I was definitely on. I was definitely fading Calvin Ridley. That was a big one. I look, I thought I was going to look really stupid after Week One, but that was one I felt pretty good on. You know, Mike Evans is one sitting back there. You know, not, I didn't hate Mike Evans. I was actually drafting Mike Evans at his ATP, but not nearly enough. Yeah. Now, looking back, it's just like Mike I, Evans was such a discount.
1: I, I actually both him and Godwin were, especially in best ball. So I was always getting at least one of them. Very I gotta, I few times. But, very uh, yeah, few times can. did I draft them together. It wasn't a situation where like I wanted like CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks, you know, that's obviously not working out amazing the Cooks side of things. But you know what I mean like when you're stacking some of these offenses, I never did that with those two, but I always made sure to leave with at least one of them because both of them were completely underpriced. It was it was it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I was I was I was on him at that wide receiver 30, but like I said, wish I would have drafted them even a bit more.
1: I'll take a, another loss with a uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. He's playing like dog shit, just absolute dog poo. Uh I drafted a fair amount of him like uh, he's in my top 3 for most exposed receivers. Uh and again it really just came down to the price. Like he had that perception of being a number 1 guy in that offense. He's not. I don't know if there's anyone that is, uh, if it's Kendrick Bourne, if it's Hunter Henry, if it's Devontae Parker, I ju- you know, I just think it's whoever's in the good graces of the Lord and his Kingdom, Bill Belichick. I, you know, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Juju Smith is, in my opinion, still a much better talent than some of these other guys, receiver wise. But it's not working. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, take a hurt in there. It looks like. But I, I like I said when we started this, this episode, I had a very good week four. I, I doubled my advance rate this week, uh, at least so far. You know, we still have one more game left. Uh, but I went from I think uh, like 14 advance hits to 28. So, feeling feeling pretty good, even if that deviates down to 25 or 26. I'll 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 feel pretty good after this week.
0: Man, looking up here, I was way too on Trey McBride. That was a bad one.
1: Oh, same here, but I'm not really that yeah. worried about it. Like, I mean, it was I, the last pick. Think,
0: it was the last one.
1: Yeah, yeah, like every time. But I still think that there's a reality where Zach Gertz is on his way out the door. I just can't see why at his age and his scope and skill, and really just like where he sits amongst tight ends in the league – he is being completely misused and mishandled by the the Cardinals. I mean, they're getting him some some love and some touches, but I just mean he's rotting away there, I should say. Like there's so much you know, so many better situations he could be in with another team that's winning, that's making a playoff run. I really hope that he gets sold at the deadline. Trey McBride for me was always a stash for down the stretch of the season where he should have this team and that tight end target share to himself on a team that has been thrown to the tight end quite a bit.
0: We will we'll do this listener question. And we'll do tackle one more waiver wire question. Justin does have a family. It's about 1 a.m. where he's at, so we got to let him go to bed here at some point for his job tomorrow. One in three so far, Dr. Church says. Fields, Bijan, Pollard, Mostert, Pierce, Javante Williams, Charbonnet, Higgins, Pickens, Hop, Dotson, Addison, Elijah Moore, Laporta is my roster. No real wide receiver one or real wide receiver two. So you're looking for some advice, huh? Okay. You know, looking over.
1: Go ahead. I mean, I, I just think that he has some guys he can move at running back for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of running backs. It's just who are you going to sell hot at this point? Raheem Mostert. It you know we were wrong last week. It it's it was Devon A chain this week. Our debate A chan I guess is the no, no no here. no
1: no no. We were not wrong. No 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 no. Don't throw me into did that. Did you say? Were, did were you did you? Don't throw me into A-chain that. You time? said, you said to spend everything on Mostert, sir. You said spend everything on Mostert.
0: I said spend everything on A chan too. I said spend like seventy or eighty percent.
1: The question last week was A-Chan or Mostert because somehow they were available in someone's like same league. I and I you said, said you got to spend it all on Mostert. you got to spend it all on Mostert. I was wrong. I will say this. I was, A-Chan was a sit candidate for me this week. I will say that. And that was just because I didn't think he could do it again. He had like four carries for 18 yards and two touchdowns to start the game. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty nice. That's, that's a good situation to fall into. Um, again, I don't know if I can expect it to happen again. But I would still, in this situation, want to sell Mostert.
0: I, you know, if you can, like I said, I'd like to sell people coming off big weeks. I think Mostert's coming off a bad week. I don't know how much value he's going to have. Javante is too. Charbonnet, Higgins, all these guys. Javante's hurt. Yeah. Javante's not in the conversation.
1: So, I I mean, I I think you got to move maybe Mostert and D Hop to maybe get a a, a decent wide receiver, too. I think if you want to get a wide receiver, one, you've got to pull in mostert and maybe d-hop
0: yeah is that possible uh,
1: and then considering like a one like is that one like an amari cooper and is the two
0: you gotta give something (sighs) sexy you gotta conclude like jordan addison with like mostert like maybe like try to like give somebody like an up-and-comer somebody like an attractive name somebody's gonna want can't like giving up two guys coming off bat like some subpar performances like D and Mostert. I mean, people won't be, you know, people won't be yeah. excited to take that trade. So offer up somebody like Addison and yeah, Mostert and see if somebody will offer, give you like a low end wide receiver too for them, you know, potentially. Yeah. Man, if, Jamie if is another... really on you shaving your head, man. Jamie wants Me? you to shave your head. Yeah, he, he is referring you as the head shape, dude.
1: I mean, I yeah. guess so. I mean, he want, he I'll, be okay. I'll be
0: okay with it.
1: I'll be okay with it. I, I can handle it. I'm a I'm a grown mass man. All right. I can shave my head. It's gonna grow back fast. I'll be good. But I'm not gonna be the one that's shaving my head. That's the thing. That's the thing.
0: Oh, Jamie is hyped about this. I, I I'm getting less and less excited, but I'm glad Jamie's still confident in my side. Uh Doctor saying I got offered Najee and DJ more for Pollard. Yeah, that's a decline. I think you know, I think they're both these. They could be be decent buy lows both those players, but I still prefer Pollard.
1: If you could do that for Mostert and somebody, I think that's what I would want to do. Like I would want to do like Mostard and D Hop for Najee and DJ Moore, and I'm I feel good about that.
0: Yeah, I I, well, I don't know if they do that, but like I said, you got to wait for Mostert to have a big week again. Maybe it'd come next week.
1: Well, but, if if you've got that person on the line for that trade, that's how I would respond back. That's that's that that would be my counter offer and see what you can build on from there.
0: We'll go on to our last question here. Just trying to find a good one. All right. I got it. This won't be a waiver wire one, but mm-hmm. Michael does Melbourne from Rota ask: is it time to sell Trevor Lawrence? Convince me otherwise. Go ahead, Justin.
1: I, I'd i say so. If you can get someone that wants to buy him. I mean, I don't want to sell them in dynasty, I still think that there's better days for this offense ahead, but I mean, yeah, if he's hurting your lineups, if if he's putting you at risk, make a move. I mean, we we've been talking about CJ Stroud. If he's somehow available in your league, he's definitely someone you want to target, spend some fob on. I mean, I'm not trying to run after Baker Mayfield this week. Again, I think he's, you know, kind of a boomer bust candidate. But typically in most like single quarterback leagues, like you can play the waiver wire. Like again, I'm not telling you to replace him with Aiden O'Connell by any by any instance but I do think that there's probably a move that you can make and typically again in a single QB league if there's a team that has an extra guy or has two extra guys if they somehow drafted or are holding three quarterbacks you probably wouldn't have to spend much to get one you know a bench player probably does get a trade done if you have some extra depth so I would just look to maybe yeah, move him and upgrade upgrade someone that you're a little bit higher on. Again, you're not looking to go after, you know, Bryce Young or Sam Howell right now or Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke, whoever's gonna be the quarterback of the Falcons. You know, you want to try and find some level of upgrade. So again, if you can move him plus a bench piece for someone that you feel is better, I'm I'm good with it for sure. <sighs>
0: Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. It's, he's had a difficult, he's had a slightly difficult season so far. But I think a lot of quarterbacks have. It's yeah. just, the defenses yeah. have stepped up this year. They're not, they're playing only to the pass now. Especially if you have a halfway decent quarterback. Mm. They're gonna every the smart every smart defense is we'll let you run the football. We're gonna rush four people and we're gonna drop everybody else back. We're gonna make you check down. And make that th- correct throw ten times in a row is what the defenses right. are doing. Now.
1: I, I also firmly believe that the position is just less talented. I I don't think it's a very deep position talent wise. I think you have your top guys. I think you have some middle ground players that are, you know, like they're NFL quarterbacks. And I I do feel like there are some some QBs in this league that are just there because well, we need QBs.
0: You know, it, it doesn't feel like – it feels like just a few years ago that was not the case. Uh, yeah, well, a few years Mahomes.
1: ago we still had Tom Brady in the league, you know. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, like if if you just looked at the young town, just included that, you mm-hmm. people would have said you had Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, Tua, Josh yeah. Allen, Lamar well, Jackson, Sean Watson. And, Andrew
1: Luck should still be playing pro football. I mean, by all means, it's your right, it's your choice, but at his age and his, you know you know, the length that he should play, he should still be in the NFL. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just weird to I me did. how, just, like when Marcus Mariota had a starting job last year, I think that highlights a lack of talent just around the league. You know what I mean? The situation with Arizona, like I get it. Like you don't want to hire Carson Wentz. He killed a, an endangered animal. I get it. And then posted about it on Twitter. Uh, but man, like, I just feel like, you know, Carson Wentz could join any team and he put up stats. He probably wouldn't win games, but I feel like there's a lot of teams that aren't trying to win games right now. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird, weird deal.
0: Problem with Carson Wentz is everybody hates Carson Wentz. Every every team he's ever because he Carson Wentz. No, but they games. just hate his. Per- they hate his personality. Even they hate. Literally hate him. Oh yeah, his he
1: was like a he was like an anti COVID vaxer type of guy. Yeah. He was like, like really said, weird you know, about uh, go the look protocols it up. and stuff.
0: Washington, Phil, Washington, Indianapolis, Philadelphia. Every place by the time he left. The coaches, the players, they didn't like him, and that's probably has to do with why he doesn't have a job. Yeah, Jamie. I mean,
1: I can count. I can count four AFC teams: the Patriots, the Titans, uh, the Jets, and the Steelers. They don't have a quarterback. Like their quarterbacks are backup quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I think that's the nature. And I, know I did tweet today that. There's never I you know, of course, Patrick Mahomes didn't back me up, but I did I did tweet today that I don't think there's ever been a bigger gap between the best quarterback in the NFL and the second best quarterback.
1: Yeah. I can't
0: think uh, of it in the, in, in, the
1: in the NFC, uh, the Cardinals, the Buccaneers, the Falcons. I mean, I say what you want about Bryce Young. He's an amazing prospect, sure, but he's not it. Like he lost them that game today. Uh, in a game that they should have won, that was that was really ridiculous. The Vikings got really lucky in that one. Uh, man, I don't want to say the Bears, but Justin Fields and the Bears have lost a historic—you know—I think it's like twelve or thirteen plus games in a row now. I I I'm lost, lost with words. Uh, Jamie, yeah, he's right. They are lost without a QB, and I don't think they've ever had one, you know, since Baker Mayfield left. So that's what I gotta say about that.
0: You know, Sean Watson, I think clearly, uh, you know,
1: you know, you know, he looks raw as hell. Come on now. Don't
0: don't
1: don't sugarcoat it.
0: What I think has to do with it. I think that he, he doesn't take hits very well anymore. And that could have something to do with not playing for two years. I think he, he's he can't throw the cr- ball very well anymore.
1: Like he he threw a ball dead into a defender's chest with no one running through the middle of the two. Like I you know I don't think he, he throws the ball very good anymore.
0: He's just it has a I think some of it has to do with like I said he's very scared to be get hit. He does not he like he's not taking the hits I don't think very well. He he does not do it. He he, the, he used to evade pressure very well. And he doesn't do that
1: anymore. Yeah he could get the ball down the field. No problem. Like right now he can, he can drive the ball down the field. The arm is still there. The nuance, the accuracy, the efficiency, like you're, like you're talking about the, you know, not being able to take a hit. And I just think overall, like his footwork, unless it's not completely designed for him, he's not improving. Well, I, and I just, I really feel he was not looking good before this, whatever injury. I don't even know why he missed this week. I just knew I had to take him out of, you know, one of my lineups I had, I think I I like st- overstack the Browns in uh, in a Scott Fishbowl.
0: Well, the good news is the Browns could cut Deshaun Watson next season, and he would only take up eighty five percent of their salary cap next season. So the dead cap.
1: They could cut him. Oh my god, dude! What are you talking about? I'm they just could joking. It's a
0: joke. Did you hear me? I said that for eighty percent of their salary cap next season.
1: Wow! Holy. Yep.
0: No, it's literally impossible to cut him until 2027. You can't, it's like impossible. You can't, it's you know, they'd have to be like a great settlement, you know what I mean? So, I'm going easy on
1: some of these other NFC QBs, too. I mean, Dan Jones, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, decent fantasy player, but the guy to win you games, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. And Geno Smith, he's kind of a flash in the pan still, like, he's got last year and some average performances this year so far. So I think the jury's still out on him. I mean,
0: I tend to Jordan agree. Love, you
1: know, Same thing. Like we don't know what he is yet.
0: Yeah. Lots of guys who you question whether they can ever compete with the upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. But like I said, a lot of the top quarterbacks aren't playing very well this year. It's been a little bit of a different year. Even Tua, who the clear, the clear MVP front runner before this week had a down game. Mm-hmm. The bears suck. Fields looked elite today from Doctor Clutch. Uh,
1: I mean, that's the thing. I you know I'm on I'm on a show with Pat Callahan out of Philadelphia with Jacob Sports on Thursdays. I do like a little fantasy segment with them, and he was asking me about like you know like when do we get to consider like Fields is just you know a mistake, like he's just not going to be the guy. And honestly, like today he still showed why he is. You know, he showed why he can be the guy. He's he's done it. He doesn't play defense, man. This is like an epically terrible defense out of the Chicago bears like the ownership and the team and the front office should be embarrassed of themselves this team and their culture is built on the backbone of having a good defense at all times that has been who we are since I've been alive since since I was born in 89 and I woke up my eyes like the first time and I looked up and I said what's that Oh, that's an 85 Bears poster, okay? Since the dawn of my time, the Bears have always been good at defense no matter what. Even when we've been dog shit, we've always had dogs on the defensive side of the ball. We don't have that right now. So no matter what Fields does, he didn't necessarily blow a lead. He didn't win them the game. He did not win them the game. He was in a situation to win them the game. He didn't do it. So yeah, maybe he's not that guy. But you know what? There's a lot of guys in this league that have gotten far in the league. Without being that guy, Jimmy Garoppolo has been to a Super Bowl not being that guy. You know what I mean? The system's not Here's, right for him, the coaching's not right for him. It's a terrible scenario.
0: If the first defense you have for a player, though, is that you didn't give him a good defense, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's Fields. The problem is he's capable of delivering this performance, but the Broncos are a terrible defense. They had given up scoring before this yeah. week. I haven't looked at the adjusted stats. Before this week, they were giving coming, scores on fifty six percent of their uh, possessions. Now it, it was that's the league average is thirty six percent.
1: Coming into this week, the Bears and the Broncos allowed the most points in the NFL. Right, so obviously, of course, yeah, duh, the Broncos they let up seventy. Of course, they're going to be in last. But the team right ahead of them was the Chicago Bears, who also got shit by the Kansas City Chiefs last week, and now it happened again. So what the Chiefs scored like what thirty five plus forty plus last week right yeah and now this week again well thirty one like come on come on it's just as bad as the Broncos if not worse like I don't Problem expect missed. Russell Wilson to do anything like Russell Wilson's going to be gone Fields might be gone mm-hmm. but again like okay cool so we we draft in you know hopefully a, a great class of QBs next year and the position elevates itself but. I mean, I just don't know how much better you're going to get than a guy throwing four touchdowns for you. Like, wh- oh, I'm sorry, he has to throw five.
0: Fields literally is at the point where he has to win to keep his job because if there's if the Bears draft him in the top five, it's over. Tyler, They're going to draft you? a court Yeah, I, I mean, it's a lock almost essentially. Like, it's going to take a miracle not to draft him in the top five. And they have the, you, the first two first picks round? right now. I was, they have yeah, they have who's, number who's your, pick and number two. Who's your other first round pick again? Arizona. Houston, who is it?
1: I don't. I, I. I'm not. I'm not sure. I know that we have the first and second pick right now.
0: Who'd you trade? Who'd you trade with? Is it Carolina? Did you trade with Carolina? Did you give up I the first know. pick? Or, I think you have Carol. No. Yeah. I think you have Carolina's first round pick because you got it when they moved up to get Bryce Young. Right. That makes sense.
1: When yes. they when they gave us DJ Moore, yeah.
0: Yeah, and they moved up. To, they gave you DJ Moore, and I think the first round pick next season. Right. I Have to go double check on all this, but regardless yes so it's almost a lock chicago take in the top five and at that point yeah that's what i thought jay thank you jamie panthers yes so yeah it's a lock you're gonna be drafting in the top five and then it's irresponsible not to take a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract especially if it's caleb williams so that that point J- justin fields is looking for a new team yeah i mean i
1: if i'm him i would be doing that for sure there's a lot of other teams in this league that he would be a better player on and the team would win games we don't have it right now Coaching I mean, staff, ownership, management. Like, it is an absolute pile of dog shit.
0: The Atlanta Falcons are like a team I could think of that one. But, like, I think a team ready to win is not going to want Justin Fields. They're going to want a real passing quarterback, somebody who's shown themselves a little more in this league. Like I said, I could see him on the Atlanta Falcons the next season. I don't know if that's good. So No, like it'll probably be Taylor Pitts
1: Heineke to- starting for them at this point. Like, I, Desmond Ritter's not going to last. Uh Bailey Zappi filled in for Mac Jones today. You could throw know, them yeah. on the list. Yeah, he. Might, I mean, Mac
0: Jones might not even start next week.
1: I, I, there. Go, go back on our YouTube channel. There's a short about Mac Jones. I told you to take all the unders. I said this team would be zero and five. They do have a one win. Don't you love Zappi? not you? Yeah,
0: it's it's your week. You love Zappi. I did. Zap. I did.
1: I love Zappi. I love. It's not that I love Zappi. It's more of just a discredit to Mac Jones. That's what it is. It's not that I'm I remember, like, oh, yeah, I this guy's going to take over the NFL. Bailey Zappi's the next Tom Brady. No, it's not that. It's that Mac Jones is dog shit. He's trash. And I said they would be 0-5. They beat the Jets with Zach Wilson. That should have been Aaron Rodgers. That should have been a loss. They're, they just didn't have the schedule for it. Uh, I think they might have a game up against the Saints coming up. That might be winnable if Jameis is in or Carr's in. I mean, they're pff, oh, my God, they look terrible. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's an opportunity, but I think by the, the buy, which was week 10, I said, yeah, I mean, if it have, if it hasn't happened by then after the buy, it's zappy, no problem, but <laughs> Christmas came early as they say.
0: <laughs> All right. I cannot. When due conscious, let you go any further knowing you got a fan, you got to work tomorrow. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you. Jamie, today. Dr. Clutch. Who else came into today? Smokey the cat. Everybody, we really appreciate you checking in the live chat. George play. It really means a lot to us. Hit that like subscribe button if you haven't already. Like Jamie said, we really appreciate you all. Have a great night. Feel free to uh, ask us any other waiver wire questions on our Twitter handles. And you all have a fantastic rest of your evening. Take it easy, everybody. And good luck on the waivers this week.